Hello to all of you inspiring, unstoppable, relentless, and beautiful humans. Welcome to another episode of the Self Love Effect Podcast. And before I go any further, let me just say thank you to all of you who continue to support this podcast. Because of you, we have reached 100 episodes. This is officially number 100, and I am so excited to get started. But thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. It never goes unnoticed, and we will continue to change lives. We will continue to inspire others. And so let's continue to change the world together by continuously leading by our mission statement, and that is to strive to be our most authentic, unapologetic selves, embracing our real and inspiring those around us to do the same. I'm your host, Desiree Toppings. And if this podcast is serving you, supporting you, helping you in any way or has helped you, it would mean the world to me if you head on over, left a review liked, subscribed, shared with family and friends, sharing on social media, tagging us at the underscore self-love effect. And this is how we're able to grow organically through the algorithm and reach many more lives. And to change the world, we can only do so together, creating a domino effect. And that is the mission behind this podcast, to continuously create a domino effect to change the world and inspire many lives. Now, before we dive into today's Win Wednesday special guest episode, reminding you all that we do have a self-love effect community. It is completely free and open to every single one of you. The link in the description below will take you to Facebook where you can add yourself to our community full of inspiring, empowering individuals who are on a mission themselves to be better and to inspire those around them. And we look forward to having you a part of our community. And lastly, although the summer challenge has begun for the self-love effect community, I am still taking on one-on-one coaching through the First Form app. Head on over to your Apple or Android store, download the First Form app, and add me as your advisor, Desiree at selfloveeffect.com, and we will get started coaching you in mindset, fitness, and nutrition, and most importantly, cultivating self-discipline and consistency so that you are able to create a sustainable lifestyle because it's not just who we are two weeks from now or two months from now, a year from now. It's who we will be in eight years, who will be in years to come. So if you are ready, I am here and still taking on clients. And today's invest in yourself segment is going to come from the Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday. And I chose the date July 14th and the title is a little knowledge is dangerous. And the reason why I chose from this day in particular because it really resonated with me. And after recording this podcast episode with our special guest, this individual leads with humility. He is humble and it's what makes him a great leader while creating unstoppable momentum in his own life and the lives of many others. And again, this is from July 14th, a little knowledge is dangerous. Every great power is dangerous for the beginner. You must therefore wield them as you are able, 
but in harmony with nature. Great teachers are usually hardest on their most promising students. When teachers see potential, they want it to be fully realized. But great teachers are also aware that natural ability and quick comprehension can be quite dangerous to the student if left alone. Early promise can lead to overconfidence and create bad habits. Those who pick things up quickly are notorious for skipping the basic lessons and ignoring the fundamentals. Don't get carried away, take it slow, and train with humility. And today's special guest is Kenny Claiborne. He is a sponsored elite trainer with First Form. He's a personal trainer, nutrition specialist. And for those of you listening, you might also know him as Command Sergeant Major Kenny Claiborne, who served in the United States Army for 31 years as he continues to serve others, because that is what life is all about, serving people, making them better, inspiring them to be better. The reason why I chose July 14th from the Daily Stoic is because Kenny does not skip the basic lessons. He does not ignore the fundamentals. He understands that each day is an opportunity to learn and to grow. And that is what it's all about. That is how you create unstoppable momentum that Kenny constantly speaks about. Let us officially welcome Kenny Claiborne to the Self Love Effect podcast. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Self Love Effect podcast. Super excited and stoked for this one because in celebration of our 100th episode, our special guest today is Kenny Claiborne. He is a unapologetic, authentic human being who's constantly embracing his real and changing the lives of many. He is an elite sponsored trainer. Uh, by first form and a personal trainer and nutrition specialist. So welcome Kenny to the self love effect podcast. It's an honor to have you here and I'm excited to get started into our conversation. But before I hand over, I guess, well, you're sitting through zoom, but before I, uh, you know, pass over the mic, I wanted to take a second and read a post that you had written on June 15th of this year. And, you know, like I said earlier, you guys, I had the complete honor to meet Kenny at Summer Smash. And he was one of the individuals I was really excited to meet because of how authentic he is. And the words that he's constantly sharing on social media are is very real, no filter. And, you know, I believe that we strongly need individuals like him in this world to make a difference. And that is how we impact lives by being raw, by being honest. Now, the post reads, you see this picture. It was taken on Saturday evening during the first form Summer Smash concert. I know, no big deal, right? Wrong. You may or may not believe this, but it's the first time I've ever worn a tank top at the first form headquarters or at a public event like Summer Smash. So many times I've told my female clients to wear the damn shorts, yet here I am a hypocrite because I would never wear the damn tank top. Why? I was intimidated and insecure. It's tough being around all those jacked and tan people. Regardless, I swallowed my bitch voice and decided to live my life on my terms. I wore the damn tank top. Hell, I wore that thing all day. As I walked around that day, I took photos with hundreds of people. I was initially worried about what other people thought I looked like in that tank top. As the day passed, I stopped focusing on what other people might think and started focusing on how great it felt to wear a tank top. I know it sounds silly coming from a dude has no issues posting shirtless pics on social, but 
I, in my opinion, that's totally different. And in those social media pictures, I get to control every angle and what everyone ultimately sees at an event like this shit is what it is. This is, was a big deal for me. Just wanted to share with you that we all struggle with some of the same things, regardless of what your perception of others might actually be. So ladies, wear the damn shorts and guys wear the damn tank top. I love that. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, you are very authentic and you tell it like it is. And, you know, even your story the other day that you said, you know, when people are honest with you and they're telling you the truth, you know, they, they initially care about you. You know, those are the people you want to hang on tight to. Those are the words that you want to allow to have an impact in your life, because there's a difference when someone's telling you something just so you, because you want to hear it and it makes you feel good about yourself. Yet it's going to be hard to change that way. You're going to stay comfortable, but then someone's telling you the honest truth because they care. They're coming from a place you know, they're carrying, they're seeing that your potential is so much more and you could be so much more, but you're the only one standing in your own way. But you constantly, you talk about this, you know, this bitch voice and here you are being authentic, allowing people to see that we all struggle, you know, and, and you struggle too. I mean, you look incredible, you know, you, your physique, you're like, you're putting in the work daily. You're, you know, you're creating this unstoppable momentum. And so you know, for your journey, what was the initial pivot point that really allowed you to become, you know, this version of Kenny? Yeah. Hey, so, so first of all, I just wanted to say thank you again, you know, for having me on and giving me an opportunity to, you know, not only reach more people, you know, uh, and potentially, you know, help just one more person. If that's what, if that's what this, you know, inevitably becomes, but, uh, you know, for, valuing, you know, what I'm trying to share and, you know, honestly, for being one of those people as well. I mean, I think that's, that's ultimately why we connect with people, right? We kind of attract people that we're like, and I see a lot of the same things in you and the same things you talk about. Um, so for me, it's just, it's humbling to get the opportunity. Um, anytime someone wants to hear some of the things that you want to share. Um, and two, I just appreciate what you're doing as well. So so thank you so much for having me on. Um, and, you know, going back to the uh, the initial post that you read, you know, wear the damn tank top. You know, it's so easy sometimes for all of us, no matter where we're at in our journey, um, whether we're just starting or, you know, whether we've been after for 15, 20 years like myself. You know, we tend to, you know, get into our own head and allow um, our thoughts to impact our perception of the world around us. And I say that because I can remember being at the very beginning of my journey at times and, you know, not having any confidence at all and not wanting to take that first step and just, you know, reasoning in my mind, if I could just make it one more day, make it one more day to get to where I am now that I felt like I would have all this confidence, right? Like I would have all these wins, from when I started to where I am right now and that none of these things would still be an issue on my mind. But what I found is, is that no matter how hard you work, no matter where you're at physically, no matter where you're at mentally or emotionally in your journey, we all struggle with things, right? And the perception from the outside can be that, Hey, that guy looks great. 
like you said, you know, you got a great physique, you've got unstoppable momentum, you know, you're, you, you, you seem to be this guy that has it all together, but in my mind, you know, we still have those moments, right. Mm-hmm. Where we allow doubt to creep in and confidence and security to creep in. And, you know, again, I don't care how experienced you are in this journey. You've got to have that self-talk track ready to go. You've got to be ready to just talk yourself off the ledge and continue to put one foot in front of the other. And, you know, sometimes you have to take big risks, right? And we can both agree that wearing a tank top to a public event is not a huge deal for a lot of people. Um, But for me in that moment, it was, you know, I'm, I'm 50 years old. Um, I do not, um, I will not probably ever look like a lot of the, the folks that we work with at Summer Smash, right? Or the people at First Form Headquarters that work out daily. They're young, 25, 26-year-old men, good-looking, Division One athletes. And that's, again, I don't care who you are, that's really hard um, when you get caught up in the comparison game, right? And I think that's uh, that's kind of one of the reasons I did it. You know, not only what had I had been telling my clients for years to wear the shorts, but I also tell them, you know, never play the comparison game. You know, comparison really is the thief of joy, you know, because it takes away all the work that you put in to get to where you are and accepting that moment um, in your journey. So, you know, when I made that decision, you know, I made that decision not only for myself, but for so many other people, you know, because again, hypocrite is probably a strong word, but still, you know, when you tell people to do something, but you're not executing yourself, um, that's pretty cowardice, right? So I did it to prove a point to them and to myself. And, you know, the good news is it gets easier every time you make those hard decisions. Yeah. So I don't think there was a day in Jamaica, you know, we were just talking about my vacation yeah. out there. Um, I don't think there was a day that I didn't wear a tank top. So, you know, it went from not wearing one ever to like, you know, taking that first step and feeling ultimately very, very comfortable doing it. Yeah. So kind of a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, kind of going back to that, that pivot point for me um, in my journey, kind of give it to co- some context. Um, I had been in the Army at that point about 20 years. Um, and the organization that I was in charge of had about 250 soldiers that I was directly responsible for leading. And I can remember... When, when soldiers go on deployments, you know, we have our combat mission. We have a lot of things we have to accomplish. Yeah. But typically, one of the things that we want to do, if it's possible and time allows, is get back into shape, right? Mm-hmm. Soldiers are supposed to stay in shape all the time. However, when you deploy, just like you can imagine, single mom, single dad, uh, parent, whatever, if it was just you and you didn't have all the other distractions of life, Um, And you could focus on specifically just your job. And then when you were off, you could work out, you know, kind of build some momentum. I wanted to do that. So um, I took a day one photo. Um, And this was, again, long time ago. And I looked at that photo and um, quite honestly, I was a little embarrassed. You know, here I am, um, a professional soldier. You know, it's, it's my job to be prepared to do Um, some pretty physical things to include if needed, you know, hand-to-hand combat with the enemy. Like ultimately that doesn't happen very often, but it could. Right. So not only is my own life, but the lives of soldiers around me are very dependent on my ability 
to maintain my fitness level. Now, don't get me wrong. I was still meeting all the standards of the army. However, I wasn't really executing with intent. I was just kind of going, going through the numbers. Right. Yeah. So when I looked at that picture, um, it kind of hit me, you know, how much I'd let down, not only the soldiers around me, um, the people around me, but my family, my children. And it was at that point where I just said, never again, I'm never going back to this again. I'm going to take an all in approach to this journey. I'm going to stop this eight week diet and cardio madness, right? I'm going to start actually focusing on good foods, long-term health and wellness. And it wasn't easy. It's, it's been a long time since then, but, um, it was definitely a very powerful moment for me. So if you're wondering, take the photos. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, the photos is very trans. It could transform your life looking back at photos and make you appreciate the journey and how far you've come. Uh, lots of times, you know, even working with clients, I'm sure you hear this a lot. The scale doesn't move, right? We rely on the scale to see our progress. We rely, we rely on the scale to create this false reality, because if the scale says 140, then I haven't made progress because it's been at that weight for two weeks now. So people, you know, but when you take photos, you're able to visually see that transformation. And it's like, uh, reminds me of when you're a kid and those paper books where you kind of flip through and you see the characters starting to change. And that's yes. what it reminds me of. So that's what I like create in my head and I share with other people because, you know, we're so tied to this mentality and it's not just because of, you know, it's society and standards that we've been accustomed to what's been implanted into our belief system. And so it's very hard to work through. But like you said, once you take that first step going back to, you know, wearing that tank top and then you just create this momentum. Oh man, take another picture. I took another picture this week, or even if you do it daily to see that progression. And that's where it really starts to take a toll. That's where you really start to see that shift too in your mindset, because if you're constantly relying on an object that's on the ground for just, you know, your one way track of progress, you're losing out on enjoying the journey, really seeing your progression. Oh man, my biceps are bigger or, oh man, I'm smiling in my photos. Cause you know, sometimes you'll take your first photo and you look so angry and you're just so, you know, you're not happy with yourself, but then you start to see that grin slowly and slowly. And then it's, you know, it's a whole joker smile because now like you've embraced who you truly are and you're enjoying, you know, that all your hard work, but mentally you could see that and that shift in a person. And that, that to me is beautiful to witness. It's really that smile that comes to light. Yeah, I know. And I couldn't agree. I couldn't, couldn't agree more because, you know, with the folks that I help, it's, it's so amazing each and every time, you know, we'll have an in-house challenge or we'll work with folks, you know, they will, they will identify their entire life's worth based on that number they see when they step on the scale and they can send me a check-in and they'll say five things like, I'm feeling better. I'm sleeping better. You know, I seem to have more energy in the gym. I'm not getting sore anymore. My clothes fit better. And they'll say, they'll rattle off like 10 things that are really awesome. Right. And then they'll say, but I'm so disappointed because the scale has only moved, you know, a quarter of a pound, you know, and it's just, you just laid out 10 things, right. That you feel great about, but yet there's this one thing 
that you're letting control you. And that really is powerful when you can get past that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that mindset shift alone can very well may allow you to see, you know, be in this bubble for so long, but then automatically when you step out of it, it's like the progress after that, the momentum you create, oh, now you're just unstoppable. And that's what we want to see. That's what, you know, that's what really will allow other people to see, you know, pass their insecurities, pass their weaknesses and start to see that, you know, their own strengths, their own potential. And so, you know, there was something you had posted not too long ago as well in regards to, okay, so now you're on your journey and now you've, you know, made the decision to recommit to yourself, but then here comes 2008, August of 2018 through September, 2019. And you speak about creating unstoppable momentum because momentum in the journey, as you say, is everything. It prepares you for when life knocks you down and you can't control, you cannot control all the things going on. But, you know, as we spoke about before we started recording, you can control how you respond. And so can you tell us a little bit briefly or, you know, just share with us that part in your story that, you know, that momentum in although your life had, you know, taken a different toll that you were still able to control how you responded. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that, you know, that has, has really helped me throughout this journey is, is understanding the fact that not every day is going to go the way that I want it to go, right? Uh, something that served me very, very well um, in regards to momentum, in regards to gaining that unstoppable momentum. Is, is truly understanding that in life there are going to be things that we can control and things that we can't control. And over time, I've learned personally that, you know, there are some things that we have to understand aren't going to go our way and are legitimately out of our control. I think that the most important thing we have to do if we want to be successful in this journey when it comes to that mindset is understanding how important it is to control the things that we legitimately can control, right? So, you know, and I talk about this so much, you know, your, you know, your parent getting sick and you having to spend days and days and days at the bedside of your parent can make it very challenging um, to, to stay on your plan, right? The way you wanted to. Yeah. Um, so that can be hard to control. But, you know, when someone says, well, Kenny, you know, this weekend, you know, I, I was at a softball tournament, you know, and I was out all day Saturday. I was out all day Sunday. You know, we were living in a hotel. It was just really, really hard. And, and I tell them, I'm like, well, there's a huge difference between hard and impossible, right? Like this is the thing when, when you have moments that are hard, but you have the ability to control them, you must take control. You cannot give up control in those moments because when you give up control is ultimately when you give away your momentum. And for me, giving away momentum is one of the, biggest flaws that you can have in your journey. I see it all the time, whether it's someone reaches a goal weight, um, 
someone finishes a program like 75 hard, um, whatever it might be, they have the opportunity to retain control of their life in that moment. And they make the decision Mm -hmm. to give away control and henceforth giving up momentum. And they don't understand in the moment because they don't have the experience yet. But a lot of times when you give away momentum, it's very, very challenging to get back. So uh, again, you have to win as many days as possible and you have to control as much as you can in a given moment. I think um, when I think momentum too, and you coming to a stop, think of it as a way of you giving away your self-trust, your self-respect that, that, and that is hard to get back because you've created this shift in your life. And then yet you're connecting it to, Oh, you know, like 75 heart, I'm getting to that last day, 75. And then you revert right back to old habits because you're not seeing the bigger picture. And we, I think that's where a lot of us have a hard time making that transition is it's more than 75 days. It's more than eight weeks. It's more than a month. It's more than three months. No, this is the opportunity for you to change your whole entire life, to transform your mindset, to transform who you initially are, to step out of your comfort zone and say, okay, listen, I'm going to commit, but this is going to be, you know, recommitting or, you know, committing for the first time. This is going to change my whole entire life. But you put in all that work and then it's just so easy in a snap to go right back to who you used to be. Yeah. And, and. I'm here to tell you, um, throughout my journey, I have not been perfect, but I have won a ton more days than I have lost. Right. We all have, we all have to put the L's on the paper once in a while. Everybody loses, but I'm, I'm going to just go back to Jamaica for one second. You know, I've been on this journey since, I mean, really since 2007, 2008, um, that was my last day one, but you know, here we are. 14 years later, I was in Jamaica earlier this month with my wife, like we talked about earlier. And this was the first time in 14 years that I was ever in total control on a vacation because typically, you know, I would have went on vacation and maybe went a little bit ham, right? Made some bad decisions and chalked it all up to living my best life. Um, because I struggle like everybody else, you know, I, I have those moments in my life where, you know, I, I would go to Las Vegas, whatever my friends and, you know, one meal out would turn into a bad weekend. Right. We all have those, at least I, in my experience, that was really hard for me to overcome. But this vacation that I just went on in Jamaica was the first time in my life that I just focused on movement. I made great choices with food. There was even times when I didn't finish my food, I would get up when I was done eating. And like I told my wife, like for me at this point in my life, it's taken me this long to get to a spot where I actually felt in control a hundred percent and made all the right decisions, even when no one could have blamed me if I didn't. Right. It was just, it's, it's such a hard thing to get a hold of. So it always amazes me when someone finishes like 75 hard and they think they got, all their things wired tight. Right. And I'm like, no, no. Cause they're like, Oh, I'm just going to have one weekend. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. And that one weekend turns into two months later, starting 75 hard day one again, because they're right back to where they started. Right. Right. So it brings me to self-accountability. Initially that's what it is, right? 
And so yeah. when you think self-accountability, what does that mean to you? Oh, that's tough. Self-accountability um, is, is 100% uh, for me as a coach, which is kind of great. Um, I truly believe, and maybe this is because of not only the kind of person I am, but because of growing up in the military and spending so long in the army, but self-accountability to me starts with leading by example. Okay. So one of the things that's been very powerful for me is aligning myself with my particular fitness group um, and ensuring that if I'm going to be a leader in that group, um, it's my group. So if I'm going to do that, I need to be sure that I'm leading by example at all times. And that means being transparent, being open, being accountable, tracking my food in the app, just like I ask everybody else, tracking my water in the app, doing all of the things that I ask anyone else to do. I need to do those things well, because not only does that make my message resonate even more, mm -hmm. they see that I'm doing it, but it also does provide that self accountability to me, right? Like yeah. I can't lead unless I'm leading by example. So self accountability is, it's a huge piece for me of being able to have the message I have. I could not sit and say the things I say without actually living that life, if that makes sense. No, yeah, it makes sense. And it also translates into, um, when you had mentioned, you know, in the questionnaire about how do you practice self-love and, you know, relying on the acceptance, not of others, but of yourself and your self-talk. And then reverting re right back to self-accountability because I think, Lots of times, whether we're in, you know, a challenge or just in our own journey, right? Whether it's fitness or non-fitness related, we we have a goal in sight, but then we hear the we, not just the inner bitch voice, but we hear the chatter from external sources. Oh, you're gonna eat that, or you're gonna do it like this. Oh, you're really gonna go for that goal? Don't you think you're like striving a little too big? I don't know. Doesn't that cost too much? You hear all this, all this talk, and then. You know, it's funny because when I, when I go, like, for example, when I go to the movies, I always take a bag of chicken breast in my fanny pack. I should probably, that's, I'm pretty sure that's illegal and I'll get in trouble someday, but I do it anyway. And I sneak it in. <laughs> it's no worse you than sneaking not, you in. Might it. You might not get in trouble, but you might get food poisoning. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I make my chicken breast at home and then I'll put it in my fanny pack. But this is the difference is that rather than using the excuse of, well, you know, I didn't have anything to eat. So I had, you know, some bites of my kids M&Ms, you know, yeah. I'm keeping myself accountable, even though who cares what other people think about you is my point is yeah. that you're on a mission in life on your own mission. And the way you execute yeah. every single day is the way ultimately is when you get to that point in your life when you're not you know you're taking your last breath are you going to live in regret or are you going to say i did everything i could and i'm the happiest you know i'm the happiest version of me or the best version of me but ultimately that choice is up to you and life is full of choices but you know in a world where we're constantly bombarded with so much we tend to go the route of listening to everybody so we don't keep ourselves self-accountable because we rather just fit in with the crowd. And I think, mm -hmm. you know, I strongly yeah. believe it takes individuals that are okay with embracing the real authentic, being okay. Shoot this morning. I had the best 
ever um, <laughs> message in my Instagram. I mean, yeah, my Instagram box where it said, well, does your eating disorder, because I like to kill people with kindness. Uh, it takes less energy for me than being angry. So, I mean, I might have like a resting bitch voice, but I'm face, but voice too, probably. But um, I had someone tell me, oh, does your ED recovery in your bio mean eating disorder or erectile dysfunction? And I was like, oh, I guess we'll never know. Like you got to kill people with kindness, right? But automatically most people will think, oh my God, they'll go in self-pity and self-loathing. Maybe I should take that off my bio or they'll be like, you know, they'll go right away into trying to make this person happy or understand. Put that energy into yourself is my point and hold yourself at your highest standard. And I'm going all over with my, with my mind's racing over here, but people need to understand that it's okay to be yourself. And so going back to your transparency on your Instagram, and that was something I love since day one, when I came, TJ had shared a post and that's how I initially found you. Um, be it this is way before I was even a legionnaire. And I was like, man, he's so real. So when I had finally the chance to meet you at, at summer smash and I seen you coming out of the apparel shop, I was like, Oh my God, that's him. I was like, should I talk to him? No, I don't want to talk to him right away. I like try to shut myself down. I was like, Oh my God, he's another human being. Come on. And then I finally got to really talk to you, you know, during the concerts for summer smash. But, you know, I think it's amazing to see that your authenticity is what drives people to you and how transparent you are. And I love that, that showcasing that at any age or whether it be a man or female that we have insecurities and, you know, going back to your, um, initial post from June 15th, but it's not just the June 15th post. It's many posts after that. It's many posts after that. So, you know, when it comes to being authentic, um, were you like this all the time, even in the military, were you okay just being yourself or was this something that you really Uh, had to work on? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a challenge. Um, so I've always been authentically who I am. Um, I, I've never been one of those people who um, is concerned with um, trying to be in the in crowd or do a certain thing to fit in. That's never really been my jam. So, you know, I've always kind of been me and I'm, I am a unique person in that aspect. Um, but what has been challenging for me is opening up and sharing that authenticity Um publicly, you know, through Instagram and Facebook, because that's a challenge for me, because the one thing that I am not um, authentic, um, authentically good at is, you know, just putting my life out there for other people. But I realized that sometimes you, you have to do that. Um, if you're going to provide people value, you, you can't use your life experiences to educate and help others if you're not willing to share them. So that's really something that becoming a coach has forced me to do. And um, I I would say that, you know, to your point, though, um, that is I didn't want to share those things because, you know, I was afraid of what people might say, you know, kind of like the message you got this morning. Like, you know, you're only getting those messages because you're so open and honest with your opinions and you share your life. You share your journey 
there's a lot of vulnerabilities that come along with that. And it's unfortunate that people will do that, but they will, of course, you know, without even thinking twice about it, you know, insert themselves into your life and give their opinion about what's best for you. Right. And that's, that's hard to do. And that's what we experience all the time as coaches. Um, because, you know, we get the other end of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, going back to your point about, you know, uh, people, you know, embracing their journey. I think one of the things that's really, really important. And one of the things that I've loved doing as a coach is understanding that, you know, as a coach, when I first started doing this business, um, I wanted to, I wanted to help everybody get to a certain spot, right? Like in my mind, I knew they had goals, but I was uber focused on trying to get them to the place where I thought they wanted to be. Mm-hmm. As I've done this longer, the thing that's been so rewarding for me is just listening more. Mm-hmm. Right. And what I mean by listening is like, just because I might want something for someone, like, let me find out what's important to Jennifer. Let's listen to Jennifer. What are her goals, right? Like what are truly her goals and then helping her build her life so that she's not only working towards her goals, but she is confident in her own skin or he is confident in his own skin and that they understand that all the things we're doing are working towards building their confidence, getting to where they want to be so that they are happy in their life, right? Because it's not about what I think. It's not about what other people think. Like if you tell me, like, Kenny, look, I don't really want to lose any weight. I just want to get more confident in the gym and feel better in my own skin. Well, that's, that's something I can work with you on. It might be really hard to like metrically prove, but look, let's work on this together. Let's build that confidence. Yeah. Let's figure out how we can go about doing that. So that's been really fun for me, trying to help people get there. Yeah, yeah. But going back to just people want to be heard. Yep. People want to be listened to. And that was, you know, over the weekend, and I had shared this on uh, Tuesday's episode, but over the weekend, I don't know if you watched the UFC, but Patty Pimbleton, Patty the Batty, was talking about there's a stigma in the world. There's stigma with men. And they don't express how they really feel. So mm-hmm. most men, you know, will feel this way. And then some will even take their own life. So he had a friend, dear friend of his, take his own life. But because people just want to be heard, but it it takes individuals to let them know because sometimes we're so trapped in our own, the voice in our head that's telling us to go one direction, you know, rather than, Hey, there's more to life and listen, there's someone that out there that either feels the same way or wants to listen to you. You know, they want, they want to know what your goals are. They want to know how you're feeling. They want to help you. And so when you just give that person just an, like an ear, and then all of a sudden there's like this domino effect that, that, that you help create. And then all of a sudden they go from hating their own reflection to now they're probably like, Kenny, oh my God, I put on this dress or <laughs> the shorts. And they're like, man, I feel so good today. Oh my God. I feel so beautiful or, you know, sexy or confident, you know, I, man, I feel like I'm like, you know, I can run the world, yep. you know, but that is the most incredible, I, at least to me and I, you know, from, from where the words you constantly share about your own clients as well. I know you feel the same way, but to be able to witness someone else's growth is such a blessing in life because it makes you appreciate your own life, but 
human beings as well, because we're all in this together and it sounds cliche, but seeing, witnessing somebody really transform their life and taking control and going on the other side and like coming from self-sabotage to now, you know, growing in self-discipline, self-love, self-confidence, that is beautiful, a testament just to watch and stand aside and be like the little, the, the little cheerleader on the sideline, like just clapping for them and their little victories every week when you, they come. Yep. Cause to, to me, I tell them, you know, no victories too small or too big. You know, every victory is a victory, but embrace it. Like what's your win? Like, you know, let's get them fired up because people just, you know, we go through the motions of life. Like you say, we sometimes get stuck in this vicious cycle. So we'll end up on autopilot that when's the last time you said you were proud of yourself? Oh, most people are like, I don't know. They can't even think about it. <laughs> you know, and for me, all of those mess, like you can get a thousand messages like you got this weekend, the negative one, right? Mm-hmm. Today, you can get a thousand of those. But the one time you get the message about the life you changed or how you've impacted somebody, it totally wipes all those other negative messages out. And, you know, I, again, I've referenced this a couple of times, but I think back to my army career. The one thing that I knew I'd missed from the army was leading and developing and mentoring young people. And um, that is one of the reasons why I became a coach. And, and ultimately, I wanted to just continue to have an impact in people's lives because I'm a firm believer in, you know, money doesn't drive me. It doesn't make me happy. Sure. It's nice to have, right. We all need money to do things, but ultimately it's not a driver of what makes me get up in the morning. You know, it's the opportunity to have an impact, um, change people's lives because those lives, you know, including my family and my own and the other people that I get to impact and, and talk to work with, they are my legacy. You know, they are what I'm going to be remembered by or remembered for. And every time I get the opportunity to impact one life, to touch one life, to change one life, one family that's associated with that life, that is an opportunity for me to just grow my legacy. And and that's what I want. Like it's, when I'm dead and gone, you know, hopefully I'll, I, my family will, of course, say great things about me, I would imagine. But the more people that would come forward and say, hey, Kenny Claiborne changed my life. He was a huge impact on my life. Like that's what matters ultimately when all this is said and done. Yeah. Yeah. And I am more than positive that there's going to be so many individuals that get to say that and that will be there to say that and to share their story and how you did that. And that's that's such a beautiful way to look at life and you know, I think we get caught up so much in the moment or in our own stories, um, in our own, you know, journey at times, our own stumbles, our own struggles, when in reality, when we see that we're able to transform someone's life, that that's, that's where that happiness, you know, of momentum too, in your own life can really mm-hmm. occur. And so, um, you know, and, when and you, it, go ahead. No, and I was just going to say, you know, it also, I think when you look at it from a coaching point of view, you know, it can really put things into perspective, right? You know, we get up and have bad days, right? We, we don't want to go to the gym just like everybody else. We struggle. 
some days to get in the gym. Our schedule's not there. We just, whatever reason, we're not feeling it. We're not motivated. But then we get the message from, you know, John or Sally, whoever. And they're like, hey, Kenny, I just wanted you to know I did my first push up. I did my first pull up. And I'm like, all right, I need to quit feeling sorry for myself. Like, you know, there's people out here that are celebrating these wins. And here I am. I'm healthy. I'm able to do all the things. I'm just being a little bitch right now, you know, just yeah. go do the work, Kenny. So, you know, it's just, it's great perspective. They keep me on track as much as I keep them on track. Yeah. Yeah. And so when it comes per- to perspective and someone that's struggling on their journey, what kind of advice would you give if someone's listening to right now and they're self doubting themselves and, you know, they still are struggling to create this momentum, this self-discipline you know, constantly relying on the motivational quote, not that they're bad to read, but in a sense, they still find themselves struggling. You know, what would, what advice would you give them? I deal with this a lot, you know, as someone who's had a lot of long-term clients, I I think the most important thing that I reference with them um, is because everyone hits a wall. Everyone struggles The most important thing I can ask those people to do is to go back and reassess their goal, their reason. Why is it they're doing what they're doing? And until that reason why, that goal is more important than everything else in your life to keep pushing you forward, I think it will be a struggle for you. And this is challenging for a lot of people because – Goal setting is hard. It's uncomfortable. It's something we don't like to do because nobody wants to fail. And typically, in order for our goals to be powerful enough for us to get up every day, go to the gym, destroy ourselves physically, stay on a regimented nutrition plan if needed, to do all those things, it requires a lot of sacrifice. And unless your goal is important enough to you and hard enough to reach, you're going to continue to have these motivational problems. In my opinion, you've got to have a reason why, and it's got to be important to you until it's important enough and hard enough. You're going to struggle. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have a concrete why. I mean, it's with, I think that's where we struggle the most when we tend to tie, you know, whether it's the like fitting in size four jeans. Okay. Why do you want to fit in a size four? I want to be 125 pounds. Okay. Why do you want to be 125 pounds? Like those, that's not the real why that's not, that's not the concrete reason because your genes that have been hanging in your closet for the last six years, they're still there and you still haven't made improvements because that's not your real why getting down to the real root um, of what's going to really transition your life and make you allow that pivot point to really occur. Yeah, and, and so for me, my, my reason why my goal is ultimately to live a long, quality-filled life, right? So I can be present in my granddaughter's life, to be with my wife for as long as possible. And that sounds so broad, right? Like, how can you say that's a goal? Well, it is. Like, overarching goal for me, that's it. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't go back, and because I tell my people this all the time, like, I make up these like fake goals, like in my mind, like little eight week goals, 16 week goals, things that just keep me getting up every morning that I can focus on now that are important right now. 
but every one of those goals leads me to that long overarching goal of just living a long quality of life. You know, it might be for this next eight weeks, my goal is to hit my macros exactly every single day for eight weeks. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be this big grandiose, you know, goal of losing 20 or 30 pounds. It might be for some people, hey, my goal is to get up and go to the gym six days this every week for the next two months. Whatever it is that will keep you on track for that short period of time that will drive you forward towards your bigger goal, I'm all about it. I think that's the problem is people lose that short-term focus they need to get them up, get them out of bed every single day and get after life. Yeah. And creating those habits that are going to keep it sustainable. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think we just think we see social media or, well, now I say social media because that's all the rage, right? We see these (laughs) beautiful, you know, individuals that look like they have it all together because it's everybody's highlight reel. So they must wake up at five o'clock every day on the dot, never miss a beat. Their meals are perfectly orchestrated into this bowl and this glass bowl. And we see all of that. So we think, okay, our goal has to be so far-fetched, like so big, you know, unrealistic that by the time we know it, we're right back where where we started and, you know, not even aware of what's going on. Like making it simple, simple is effective. I think we, we tend, and I say this a lot, whether it's on the podcast or people I talk to or the, my clients, it's that we make the simple things hard and the hard things we try to simplify them, but it's really like nourishing your body or getting in movement. That's simple. Why overcomplicate it? Why try to do all these you know, I say like clown type workouts, because now who knows what people do with the barbell and dumbbells and, you know, BOSU balls, but just meet yourself where you're at and do something, do something, whatever that looks like for you. You're, you know, if you're not a Kenny Claiborne yet, that's okay. Like Kenny's Kenny. That's who he is. You are going to be who you are. Like just focus on yourself and make it simple. And don't overcomplicate the process. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's a really great way of looking at it. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to ask, I always ask everybody and I, to me, quotes are a great way for us as individuals. I think it's something we can really all agree on that we can connect with, you know, just like words or books. Um, but what is a, what's your, one of your favorite quotes? Um, man, there's so many and they just pop in and out of my head all the time. But I think, you know, the one that, you know, kind of flies around uh, my team quite often um, is we get to. And I know that's not especially uh, powerful all by itself, but when you come from a background like I come from, um, again, my time in the army, I was an infantryman and for those people who don't understand, you know, the job of the infantryman is to close with and destroy the enemy. So unfortunately, you know, in my army career, I've, I've seen a lot of people make not only the ultimate sacrifice, but lose the ability to walk, you know, lose arms, lose legs, lose their eyesight, 
um, lose their mental well-being. I've seen it all. And, you know, for me, I, I wake up every day and I think about that I get the opportunity, I get to, um, to live a life that honors them, right? And I get to do all the things they can never do again. They'll never have the opportunity to do, whether it's walk, whether it's open my eyes, you know, whether it's hug my family, see my kids. Um, so every time, you know, I kind of start to feel sorry for myself. I start to get that woe is me, you know, in my mind. I, I just think, you know, I get to, right? This simply having the health and the ability to get up every day and live life is a blessing. And, you know, you talk about keeping it simple. Um, you talk about not overcomplicating things. I mean, if you just wake up every day with thought process of you have been blessed with another opportunity to get to do the things you want to do. If that's not enough to get you moving, I don't know what is because it truly is a blessing just to have the opportunity. The opportunity is the blessing. That's it's so it's so powerful. The opportunity is the blessing. Yep. So, yeah, I love that. Is there anything you would want to leave the listeners with? Is there anything else on your mind, on your heart that you would like to share? No, I, I just, I know that one of the hardest things in, in this journey, the journey of life, no matter if it's fitness related, you know, it's financially related, it doesn't really matter. So many of the people that you influence, so many people that I influence, they're kicking ass, they're taking names, right? And we we try to reinforce that in them. We try to tell them how well they're doing. But instead of looking forward and just putting in the work every single day, they get tempted to look left and look right at the people next to them, how far they've come, what they've done. And like I said earlier, that comparison really is the thief of joy. It will take away your happiness. If you would just stop for a moment and appreciate where you're at in your journey, all the hard things you've done to get to where you are, understand that there's a lot of hard things to come. Just buckle up and enjoy the journey and enjoy the ride and not worry about others. I think that you'll do just fine on this journey. Perfectly said. No, I love that. It's um, it's an honor and and a privilege to share time with you today, recording this 100th episode of the podcast. And time is a gift, right? It's something that we can't get back. So, thank you for sharing your words. Thank you for sharing your time with us. And um, where can they find you? It'll all be in the description below of this podcast episode but where can they find you on sure. social media? How can they get a hold of you? Sure. So, you know, on Instagram, I'm at team Claiborne um, on Facebook. It's Kenny Claiborne. Um, if you're trying to reach me directly, it's Kenny.Claiborne at hotmail.com. Um, and, and really, you know, anything you ever need, feel free to reach out, you know, shoot me a message, shoot me an email. I'd be glad to answer, help you out. If there's something I can help you with. Awesome. Well, Kenny, thank you. Thank you for being authentic. Thank you for being very transparent 
And thank you for the words that you share. I believe that, you know, we share words, you know, on social media because it's us telling ourselves, but it's also us sharing. So mm-hmm. someone else can hear and resonate and know that they aren't alone or, you know, they're what they think or what they're thinking or what they have thought it's someone else too feels that way or has felt that way and that it's okay. And, you know, they're, they're enough just as they are, but, um, to keep going as well, gives them hope when they need some light in their own lives. So I appreciate you, uh, continue to change lives. I look forward to all the great things you accomplish, not just this year, but for many years to come. So thank you again for being a part of the self-love effect. You're so welcome. And just one more thing, if you don't mind. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> you know, uh, like I said earlier, I'm 50. I'm I'm not sure how much longer I'm going to do this. So I'm just so extremely proud, you know, to work with and consider people like yourself, you know, appear in this industry, you know, who are doing so many amazing things at such a young age. You know, I know we're really, really, when you look around the country, um, it seems at times like we're not headed in a great direction, but every time I get an opportunity, you know, to talk with someone like yourself and just, I know that we're in a good spot. You know, there's great people like yourself that are doing amazing things to help people. And I just couldn't be prouder to call you a friend and a peer. And I just really appreciate you and your time. I appreciate you. And I, you know, I, I think that, there is a lot more good out there and that we just have to be willing to see it or come across people that, um, you know, that show us. And so that makes all the difference in the world. And so, you know, there, there's very much, there's a lot more light out there than darkness. We just have to be willing to look for it and not be consumed by the negativity that, you know, the world tends to bring on a daily basis. So, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you again. You and thank so you guys for listening. I hope we hope that you have an amazing weekend and we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. You guys go, let me drop you off some discount codes, reminding you all that we do have a free self-love effect community group page. And the link is in the description below of this podcast episode. And also you can find there the link for one-on-one coaching. Now for our discount codes. All clients and community receive free shipping on health and nutrition products. And you can use that link also found in the description below for all first form products. Any questions that you have, please don't hesitate to ask. I am here to help you. Next, we have Born Primitive. Get your hands on the summer apparel and also everyday wear with Born Primitive. They are very humanitarian and veteran owned. You can use the link below or you can type in code YVRJ4R at checkout, saving you 10% off. Next is Wadden Done. Give them a follow at Wadden Done. Save your hands, stop tearing using code treasures10 at checkout. Next is Maven Threads. Get your hand on everyday headband wear or for workouts using code SELFLOVEEFFECT15. And last but not least, we have the self-love effect shop. Use code self-love-effect at checkout. Get your hand on podcast apparel or everyday wear. 
I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. Continue to win. Continue to count your victories, no matter how big or small. Be your biggest fan. And I'm here always rooting for you. I believe in you. Believe in yourself. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.